0: Welcome to the bonus level. Hello again and welcome back to the bonus level podcast. This is level 47 and I'm Jack and joined with me is my co-host Joshua. What's up? We are back after what feels like the longest hiatus of all time. Um, the last episode, level 46, we got stuck on for seemingly six months, maybe even longer than that. It was October when we completed yeah. level 46 and, uh, we talked about star Wars because I think, uh, the Mandalorian was coming out. Right. Is that what we talked about that?
1: Probably. So I can not even remember, honestly, <laughs> that's the only star Wars related thing that I can remember. No, that no, cause the, uh, the newest star Wars movie came out in December. Right.
0: So, so I think enough. that's
1: what we were hyping up about, too. I, well, I think we were hyping up that,
0: but I think we were also, like, about to... Did we not talk about The Mandalorian coming we out did. next We I mean, I'm sure yeah. we
1: talked about both.
0: I'm, I think that that was, like, the whole thing. Anyways, long story short, a lot has happened since then. And, uh, you know, we wanted to bring back the podcast for a long time but really just life is obviously getting in the way everybody out there knows uh well and if i guess most people should if you don't then well i don't know maybe you live on an island somewhere and the only thing you listen to is the bonus level podcast and you've been waiting seven months for an update yeah. and here it is um but not only has you know a lot happened outside in the in the world but a lot has happened with us too um our podcast is now down to two members. Uh so for anybody that is that only was subscribed for the witty humor and uh jovial laughs of Looch, uh he's no longer uh with us. <laughs> it's super funny because we had, before we started we were like we should say that he, you know, passed on due to coronavirus and get a bunch of sympathy. That's not what happened. Um but life happened and uh you know, he's no longer on the show, but that's that's not you know, neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. We wish him all the best as far as that goes, and we will definitely miss his laughs uh, going forward. So, um, to kind of get into what's going on with us before we even deal with you know what life looks like now for us, why don't you tell everybody what's happened to you in the past seven months?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <Jesus>. much stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't even know where to uh, to start. I mean. I guess the the biggest news, and we'll kind of go over it quick. So I'm not wanting to, you know, put too much weight on the the whole podcast or anything. But um, my oldest son was diagnosed with leukemia right before New Year's. So it was like right after Christmas. Um, started noticing like some. He was bruising really, really bad and starting to get nosebleeds more. And he'd always gotten like nosebleeds and stuff like that um, during winter time, just because, you know, the cold, dry air and everything. But it was getting like worse and worse. So we took him to the hospital and they said he had leukemia. And so basically since that time, we've been on treatment plans that um, – change either most of the time, like month to month kind of treatment plans where it's like this month, you're going to be taking these pills on these days and these pills on these days. And I have to come to the clinic, you know, here and there. And then they kind of assess you at the end of that month. And then the next month they kind of adjust the plan based on how everything went for the first month. So that's been a, a big portion of my life since, since, uh, yeah, yeah sure. December to say the least. <laughs> but
0: that's yeah, I mean, and that not only just obviously is super heavy and um, you know. The good news is though is he's, he's doing well, right? Like he's, he's doing, doing very better.
1: well. Like the the weirdest thing um when explaining it is is the fact that like when the doctors were talking to us about everything that they said like you know, we're not trying to downplay this or anything, but like out of any kind of cancer that he could get, they're like, this is one of the most mild forms. They're like, the treatment for it, you're still looking at two and a half years of treatment where he'll have to get chemo on. Like right now, he's hooked up to a bag of chemo 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the next 28 eight days. Um once it kind of progresses along, it'll be, we'll go into the clinic here and there like once a week or something or every other week and just have to get an IV of, you know, chemo or something like that. But the success rates of it are tremendously high because there's not an actual tumor with it. There's no radiation treatment that he has to do. So, you know, it's, it's been really, really good so far. Like as far as like, the horrors of hearing your kid has cancer. Like we got kind of one of the most mild cases of sure. it. Luckily,
0: which is super. I mean, obviously there's always blessings right everywhere. That you yeah. Kind of like look at, but uh, you know, and it's as, like I said, as uh, you know, heavy as that is, it's really good that he's, he's doing well. Yeah. Um, but it also changed a lot of other things for you too. Like just your routine, um, you know, Having him not in school and all of that stuff, like so, everything changed for you guys on a daily basis way before this whole coronavirus thing happened, right? And like,
1: oh yeah, because one of the things when kids are going through chemotherapy, um, what will happen is they're like, in order for the medicine to work, to be able to fight the cancer cells in the body, what they have to do is they have to shrink the child's immune system. Um, I, I don't know all the full science behind it. I have learned so much over the past few months, but basically they're weakening his immune system to be able to fight the cancer. And then they'll work on bringing his immune system back up is kind of the process that they talked about. So basically him being a 10 year old kid and in fourth grade, Um, having zero immune system and sending him to elementary school was kind of out of the question, especially if we were going, you know, two or three times a week to the clinic. So we had to get, um, we contacted the school and they basically have teachers that specialize in this kind of thing. When kids aren't able to go to school for a while, they send them to your house like once or twice a week. So he has basically been, I mean, not like full on quarantined, but pretty much, like he doesn't go anywhere other than like the house or the clinic. <laughs> like, yeah. there's just no reason for him to to go anywhere else. Like, I, I mean, there's times that you know we wanted to maybe go to the movie theater and go see a movie, and we just were like, ah, I don't think that's best. Let's idea. let's go yeah. ahead and buy some treats. We'll do a fun movie night at the house, and yeah. you know, make it just as fun as going to the movies. Yeah. Uh, So you guys were already like getting,
0: you were just getting the quarantine practice before everything
1: started. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we were starting quarantine basically back in (laughs) December, (laughs) December. Yeah. (laughs) Which is crazy. Uh, And I mean, as far as like that goes,
0: so that's that's obviously a huge thing that you guys have been dealing with. And again, like super happy that, that he's doing well. Yeah. Uh, And obviously, obviously of course he's going to continue to get better. Um, But I mean, anything else as far as like work goes, uh, you know, before we were doing episodes every week, which again we will be back to hopefully you know weekly episodes for people that are curious on what our new schedule timeline is going to look Ooh, like, yeah. etc. Um, we've definitely missed having these conversations. We want to have a lot more guests. We want to be a lot more. Um, like I really like our our kind of our conversations around. Um, I don't know I, I've always been like super controversial as far as like our conversational topics. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to explore more things like that. Uh, some of our most favorite episodes, like in the past few seasons of the show were around things like that, you know, uh, you know, guns and the, the, uh, the Chinese uh, social credit system and, you know, just things like that, that are definitely, we have so much can, to
1: talk about. Yeah. I mean, there's so much yeah. going on this year and so many different issues that are hugely, like, polarizing, you know? Sure. <laughs> like yeah, it's, you're going to take big sides
0: on one, one or the other. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a fan of conspiracy theories and things like that. So, definitely a lot to talk about going forward. We're going to have episodes every single week, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, different guests, etc. I have some people that want to be on the show. Uh, so, it's going to be pretty cool. As far as I... I'm concerned uh, the past seven months have been nuts for me too uh, mm-hmm. nothing crazy on the scale of uh you know what you were dealing with as far as like family but um i was in the er at the end of the uh at the end of the year i had a had an accident almost lost half my face <laughs> 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 not quite that serious but it was yeah. pretty bad um I lost two separate jobs since now and then. One was due to the coronavirus. Other, the other one was due to hashtag Me Too. But we'll talk about that in another <laughs> episode, I think. Yeah, we'll get into details with that. But uh yeah, just a lot of crazy, cra- crazy, crazy stuff. And then obviously now, you know, we've been quarantined in our houses for how many, how many days? I mean, it's what did it? We've passed the sixty-day mark yet?
1: I don't even remember. I mean, like I said, I've been doing it for so long that I I remember, like, getting the news alerts and seeing, like, the take shelter dates and stuff. But, I I mean, I think those were – Oh, oh, I know exactly. Because I had tickets. I had tickets to box seats at my favorite soccer team's soccer game Mm -hmm. on a Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And Friday, they canceled it.
0: I want to say that March 15th.
1: It was the 14th, I think, was the game. And so I think it was the 13th here in Georgia that they were like, everyone's on lockdown. And I was like, I got tickets to the game. They're like, doesn't matter, game's not happening. And I was, oh, it was devastating. So
0: not quite 60 days. So we're at like, we're approaching it though. We're getting towards the 60 days like where we've, since we've been inside. Um, And I know it's not the same in every state, Mm -hmm. but, you know, this is something that... And, and and obviously in different places it's way worse. I know where I'm at, I uh, it honestly numbers wise, statistics wise, it it hasn't been that serious. It hasn't got that serious. Um, I'm not saying that it isn't serious. Obviously, for the people that are that are affected, it's you know obviously super serious. Yeah, uh, and just the general situation is serious as it is. But. Uh, if you're looking at overall numbers, right? It's not as like as uh as scary in some places as it is in others, you know, like New mm-hmm. York, et cetera. So you know, looking at the the actual numbers of it, you know, it's been since like round like you're saying, around March fourteenth, fifteenth, since we've been kind of ordered to shelter in place. You know, down here beaches are closed and beaches took a while to close, but they eventually did close. Yeah. And, you know, all of that stuff kind of just slowly going and some people are more familiar with you know not going out right like they don't go too much too many yeah. places uh, they go to the grocery store you know etc cetera, etc cetera. go home other than work but you know it changed the way that everybody kind of operates on a daily basis even if you're not uh, an extrovert right even if you're not somebody that like craves to get in your car and go somewhere every single day it Mm -hmm. still uh has changed the way that you interact with other people because so say you're you're a person that stays at home right and you're you don't like to go out anyway well now all of the people that do go out are now at home as well so you're interacting with them and the way that you are interacting with them is completely different because now you're talking to people at 11 a.m that you wouldn't wouldn't talk to because they're at work or they're, you know, out doing this or that, you know what I'm saying? So like, no matter what kind of person you are, the way that you communicate in your daily life looks a little different now. Right. Oh yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, (laughs) And obviously uh, it's unprecedented. So in our lifetime, we've never had anything like this happen. No, never seen anything like this and the biggest question that comes from, from this whole thing. So, before actually, before I even go to that, before I go to the the question that I have for for this pandemic that we're dealing mm-hmm. with, let's talk about the stats, right? So whether or not you believe that this is X, Y, or Z, right, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about the coronavirus as if it is truthful, actual, like the numbers that are out there are real. So. We're going to save all the conspiracy stuff for another time, right? Mm -hmm. We're just going to, we're going to talk about the numbers as if this is all accurate, the reported accurate, and it wasn't a government set up from the beginning. Okay. (laughs) Gotcha. So So right now the, the reported cases are over 3.6 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we have over 1.1 million recovered from it and we have 250,000 Plus deaths from it. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Where are you getting so,
0: where are you getting your sources? Okay, so this is all from uh, this is all from Google. Gotcha. If you actually look up coronavirus stats on Google, it actually has the charts and the maps and the statistics all like right there. Perfect. Um, the United States has 1.2 million cases, 160 thousand plus recovered and 71,000 deaths with 877 deaths yesterday. Um and just as to put it into a state perspective in Florida, 36,000 almost 37,000 reported cases mm-hmm. and 1,400 deaths. So, that's the breaking it down from worldwide down to US down to state level. Now, again, whether you believe how it was created doesn't matter. These are the stats that we're looking at, right? So, My question with all of this is: In your opinion, what what would it have taken to be more prepared for this? Like, so obviously, like we said, in your and yours and mine in our lifetime, we haven't seen anything like this. In Florida, we see hurricanes every year, so like we know about disaster preparation, but despite that, every single year you still have people running out and buying up all the water, buying up all the toilet paper, buying up yeah. all the canned goods, like the week before the hurricane hits every year, like nobody's prepared. Right. Mm-hmm. So what, did, what would it take to be prepared for something like this? Uh, a virus, a, a a viral pandemic on a global scale that we've now seen. Nobody was prepared for.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's the weirdest part about it is it's like it's it's hard to even wrap your mind around it. Like if you had taught us about, uh, you know, contagious disease shutting down the entire world for a couple of months, you know, back at the beginning of the year, we'd be like that. That's insane. Like it's that would be super terrifying, and we're living through it, and it's not really that terrifying, but it's still affecting all of us, you know. And, it, and it's maybe just because we haven't had anyone really close to us get it or anything. But I mean, like, and even with, with Kaysen, um, you know, we're trying to be extra careful with him and, you know, basically we're having to double quarantine and make sure that we're being smart about all of his stuff. It's still like, I'm not, and I don't think I ever was really terrified of things yeah. where, you know, if you were told, Hey, there's going to be a disease coming. That's going to shut down the world. I mean, it sounds so astronomical. And so it's like, it's hard to really wrap your mind around it because it is such a, a big thing. But I mean, and you can kind of watch when everything happened, that there were kind of waves with everything where it was like, we first heard about it and it was kind of downplayed a little bit. And it was just like, I mean, cause things pop up all the time. Like you watch world news and things happen in China or Russia or, Iraq or Africa, whatever you hear about things there and you're so far away from them that you yeah. kind of, it, it just doesn't hit you the same way. And I think that's how it was. Like I started paying attention to the coronavirus back when it was in Wuhan um, just because there was some new, contagion documentary or whatever that netflix Uh, had that was like talking about ebola and stuff like that so i was watching that it kind of piqued my interest so then when i heard about coronavirus i started paying attention to that so like i think i caught on a little bit earlier that it was going to be kind of serious but then at the same time it wasn't it was still over there it hadn't breached our soil and so i think like in the beginning it kind of got downplayed because it was over there then all of a sudden when it comes over here you have your initial line of people freaking out and panic buying (laughs) and then kind of realizing like it was so early on in it coming over here with like less than a hundred cases of it. The chances of you bumping into that person that has it is so astronomically small, you know, Uh, unless you lived in a state where there was like big international hubs and stuff like that, chances were you weren't going to get it. So then there was the pushback the other way where it was like, okay, you have all these panic buyers. Did you have everyone going, oh, it's a, it's a hoax. Like it's nothing to worry about. Every, you know, flu kills more people. And it's like, well, can we meet in the middle here, meet in the middle and realize that it is serious, but at the same time don't need to panic and go looting or buying out toilet paper and stuff. Like there's that kind of middle road, you know, that I, I think, and I think, You know, your question was, you know, how to be better prepared for that. I think the best way would have been better information in the beginning. Because like I said, you have half the people panicking and going, you know, buying everything that they can and other half of people going like, oh, there's only like five cases. This is nothing. I'm going to continue on about my business. Like there's nothing wrong and, you know, or whatever. And it's because I don't think that it was addressed as, as cleanly as what it could have been, you know, that, Hey, this is a serious disease, you know, this is what's going to be happening. This is what we're looking at. And I think, you know, in some ways that they tried to do that at the beginning, but of course there's so many different news sources covering things that you're going to get different sides of the story. Then you also have different, you know, we were learning as, as this was happening. Sure. So, you know, like in the beginning they were saying like, I don't think, you know, masks are going to really help us from this or whatever. It doesn't seem to be transmitting that way to like a month later. They're like, all right, everyone needs to wear a mask. ASAP. (laughs) It's like, wait, didn't you just say that? Like that kind of information being cleaned up in the beginning, I think, could have helped a lot okay
0: so but i don't know and that's kind of what where you and i take different positions on a lot of things i think because Mm -hmm. you know so i'm i'm always of the uh you know the school of thought that people are just stupid in general right like (laughs) the mass of people just they're going to do the wrong thing they're going to make the wrong choice just in general Mm -hmm. um and unfortunately you know We again we see this. I see this here in Florida every single year, where hurricanes coming and not you know eighty percent of the states like, oh crap, we don't have water, we don't have distilled water, we don't have flashlights, batteries, we don't have Mm -hmm. canned food, and it's like you live in a state where natural disasters happen. So often that you have a season for it. You yeah. literally have hurricane season where <laughs> this date, to this date, hurricanes happen. They're yeah. likely they're going to happen. And yet every single year you have people go, oh, what? Hurricanes coming? I don't have water. I don't have toilet paper. Oh, like, yeah. So if that's the case, if you, we, if you can live in a place where you literally have a designated time frame where <laughs> you should be prepared for something and you still aren't prepared how do you expect the 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 masses of people worldwide in all types of climates all types of environments economical status right how do you how do you prepare for something like this or is it just a case of you can't you can't re- really prepare for it you have to react to it and then take the right procedures when it does happen so And that's kind of where, like, I fall into because I really don't think you can prepare for something like this. Like, I really don't. I mean, aside from having stuff in your house where you can, as soon as the hint of this goes up, you can just lock it down and you can just be self-sufficient outside of your house, you know, inside your home without leaving so you can ride it out. I mean, outside of that, which, again, that's just not realistic in a lot of cases. It's just not. Like, you can't. You have to go outside you have to go to work, right? Like I was with—I was in a job before I got laid off because of the whole, the whole thing. I was with a, in a job where I had to—I—I I was a, an essential employee, right? Yeah. Uh, I had to go to work. I had to go. I had to be there. If I didn't, I didn't have income. If you don't have income, you can't pay bills. Guess what? Doesn't stop the bills. Yeah. Whether you're working or not working, the the electric company and the water company and the mortgage company—they all want their money, no matter mm. what. You know, so you you come to a uh, kind of a crosswords where it's like you have to be prepared, but you can only be prepared up to a point. Right. And then after that, it's like, well, you know, we have to react to it as it comes. And, it, you know, in a case like this, I just think that because it was of such a slow burn, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a, you know, we always see uh zombie apocalypse xyz as soon as it happens like as soon as the one first one gets up and the infection starts um you know it,
1: that's you it like, the next day and the right, city is on fire right, and yeah right like
0: the whole world is just like there's zombies everywhere like everybody's getting bitten and everybody's infected whereas this was like it was such a slow burn as it literally started to spread right yeah and it's like slowly gaining traction. If you've ever played the game, the the Plague Incorporated, you've ever played that. It's an awesome game. It's a it was an App Store game. I think there's a different version on uh, Google Play, but on the mm-hmm. Apple place or the Apple uh, store, the App Store. It's called Plague Incorporated. You create a virus. You evolve the virus. You make it, you know, travel from country to country, etc. You don't want mm-hmm. it to spread too fast because the faster it spreads the faster the governments catch on and they start working on a vaccine. But you don't want to spread it too slow because obviously if it's too slow, it's not going to be fatal. You're just not going to be contagious. So it's like a fine line between those two. This is like the perfect storm. You have a very slow burn. You have it kind of spreading. It's spreading rapidly, but it's spreading kind of under the radar at first until there's just so many people traveling between countries borders that like all of a sudden, you know, you have one person that has it that's in contact with 40, which then turns to 400 to 4,000 to 40,000. You know what I mean? Like that's how, like that's how that works. Um, And, you know, because of that, we just kind of let it happen. Right. And I think the only way that that changes is if as soon as it's kind of a threat and it's a viable threat and we know that look this is this is super serious it's 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 fatal it has a certain uh you know fatality rate uh Mm -hmm. you know for the immune compromise whatever it might be that the lockdown the stay at home procedures go into effect immediately everywhere and not by state to state right because we saw that like after even new york and like some of the hot zones were locked down we still have people in florida on spring break like piling yeah. on top of each other <laughs> off the beaches you know what i mean like there's a yeah. pandemic going around global and people are like i'm still on spring break i'm not wasting my vacation like yeah. and then those people are all together and then they go back to their separate places in the country and they just take it with them right you can mm-hmm. literally see if you had their like the, the the viral uh uh the tracers on them like has it just spider webs and spreads all over the country from where they were kind of all congregated yeah. and that's unfortunate but that's the way it happens right like because people so again because people have a kind of a dumbed down general view of everything like you said we don't have that meat in the middle you have the people that are panic buying you have Mm -hmm. the people that are just going crazy just they think that they need 17 rolls of toilet paper despite the virus having nothing to do with your
1: bowel system i know that's that's where i feel like there was like that issue with communication like what set people off like like going down that road? Like, I think that people were just panicking. They're like, I need to go to the store and I need to get something like, I know that we didn't know what it was going to be like when everything hit, like when they first did quarantine, like I didn't know what was going to happen with things like grocery stores. I didn't know. Did I need to stock up on food or, I mean, I have a, a Kroger three minutes from my house it's remained open this whole time they've done really good with all their procedures you know cleaning all the shopping carts and everything before you come in the glass between so like they did such a good job with that that i think if people you know knew a little bit earlier on if it was at all possible like here's the procedures we're going to take there's a pandemic coming through your essentials are going to be provided for you like these kind of things, they're going to be open. We just need to be safe and think about this stuff. You wouldn't have anyone panic buying. Like, I think people were only panic buying because they weren't sure what was going to happen to the store. Like, we didn't know if this was going to get bad enough, and all of a sudden, you have Kroger clothes. It's like, okay, like I only have this much amount of food. Like, what do I do? Do I go hunting and fishing in my backyard? Do they just <laughs> give everyone uh, a hunting license and say, like, go to town, like? Did, can you, you know, imagine? Could that can happen? you
0: Imagine that, like honestly, for just for a second, could you imagine just being like, all right, uh, grocery stores no longer going to be supplied with food? Uh, it's everybody. It's like every man for himself. The um, the 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 zero to sixty from calm society, yeah. like slightly <laughs> panicked, to like overall like nightmare would be so fast. As soon as they were like, yeah, nobody's getting any more food, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. The water and electricity is going to remain on until like, you know, it r- runs out of natural resources, whatever. Like it would be pandemonium instantaneously. Yeah. You'd be like, you'd, ha- you'd have people like shooting all sorts of things, trying to kill all sorts of things for food. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, how many people do you know have gardens? Um, I don't know anybody. Right. Okay. Not But um, why. I know my parents do. So that's one. Wait, your parents know somebody? you No, parents my parents have, have a garden.
0: Well, I mean I what I mean is a garden with fruits and vegetables. Yes. Okay. So they like have kinda...
1: a full-on garden garden. Okay. Not okay. like I mean they're not a farm, but no, it's, no, no, a, no, but it's they, a garden.
0: But they like grow tomatoes, you know, cucumbers, things like that, right?
1: We have pear trees, peach trees, fig trees, blueberry bushes, um, then of course all your different vegetables, tomatoes and lettuces, sure. and so you guys actually right. would be kind of self sufficient for a little not bit. Not too bad. Not too bad, but especially, especially after the, adding in my chickies. Yeah,
0: and all of those things though have seasons, though, right? So like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, pear trees, blueberry bush—they're not going to bloom all year.
1: Oh yeah, they're not in season and right now. We're not getting anything. Right, but hopefully so, here within the next month or so we'll start seeing some stuff. But even with that though,
0: so now you guys have a specific risk that you have to protect because Mm -hmm. heaven help you guys. If anybody else realizes that you have a garden. Yeah. Because now you have something that everybody else needs and wants. So now not only are you sheltering, trying to stay alive, but now you also have to protect your own assets. Right. So the, the the amount of pandemonium that would happen, right. If, if this, if, if it just shut down all of our food supply, it would be crazy. I'm lucky, you know, lucky enough to live, Near the ocean, I would literally just go fishing, right? I could just go fishing anytime I wanted, catch fish. Um, and to be honest with you, I'd probably just steal a boat and end up in the Gulf of Mexico somewhere until <laughs> the whole thing ended. I mean, that's just the bottom line. probably what I would do. Yeah, I um, like it. Even if you run out of gas, you're still like you're in a boat, like you're safe, you're good. Like you can just mm-hmm. fish. You know I mean, so yeah, you got to filter the water, but like you know, whatever, like make it happen. If you have to go, just sh- have to go to shore, you do. But you have the the opposite people right So we were just talking about the, cra- the, the craze got a hoard gotta go get all the toilet paper But then the opposite of that are like you said The people that are calling it a hoax Um that people that aren't taking it seriously You know you got people that are going In to into stores I just read It today uh a guy was Arrested in a dollar general for Wiping his nose on an employee's Shirt because the employee said he needed to wear A mask yeah Like are you kidding me <laughs> you're not not only are you being disrespectful and being out in public without a mask on right Mm. but then you're gonna go so far as to be like yeah this thing is not real watch me wipe my my snot on your shirt first of all you can get shot in certain places for doing something like that. oh yeah okay secondly that's disgusting no matter if you have a a cold, a coronavirus. I would have been disgusting, anything.
1: no matter what year yeah. or condition. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then, like, how, like on, on 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 top of all of that, how are you that kind of person that, in the climate that we're in, thinks that it's okay to do that? Yeah. Right. So you have the, those people that are on the other side. They're just so they just are so far removed. They can't even fathom the fact that they could be a risk to other people or they could put other people's lives in danger. Yeah. And that's why I don't think there is a common ground to be met. And unfortunately it, it will always end up in these situations in a preserved self, uh, over everything else. Like, the ideal thing is to okay this is what we this is what we're facing we all work together you know whenever this all first came like into the news people talked about okay maybe this will bring the world together we can all have a common cause we can unite together and 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 fight off something that's you know that's it doesn't care what what race or religion or uh, ethnicity that you are you know where you're from it's 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 infects and kills without bias right so yeah we're we're looking at it oh maybe this is the way to unite the world and you know what happens not that i'll tell you that right now that's not what happens yeah because you still have the division of the hoarder only cares about themselves in that way right Mm -hmm. you have the 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 only cares about themselves in the way of they don't believe it. They they're they're irreverent. They're disrespectful. And then you have the people that are meet, meet meeting in the middle ground, right? That suffer from both sides. So the rational people, somebody like you, somebody like me, that isn't going to go out and buy seventeen rolls of toilet paper, isn't going to stock up on you know six cases of water at a time, right? But we're also not going to just walk around like it's no big deal. I'm going to wear a mask to the grocery store. I'm going to stay away from people right i'm going to obey yeah. the, the the laws i'm going to work if i have to but stay away from my, for the for the month and a half or so that i was dealing with the public like i was wearing uh, wearing gloves i was sw- swatching uh swapping the gloves out in between customers i was spraying things down disinfecting like nice. you know you're just taking the the proper procedures even if it's not that serious where you are you just do it for you and for the person that's coming in you just maintaining the proper procedure. However, you're dealing with the irreverence from both sides. So when mm-hmm. you need to go to the grocery store and get food because you only bought one steak last week and you need one for this week, guess what? No steak. Why? Because the guys that are hoarding it, they bought it all. Right? So now there's none for you. And on top of that, you're now risking your life while you're there because the guys that are irreverent and could care less are walking up and down the aisles Sneezing, coughing, no wearing, not wearing a mask, and rubbing their noses on you, right? Yeah. Like
1: so Licking either, products.
0: Yeah. yeah. Either way you go, right? You have one side or the other, the two extremes that affect the rest of the spectrum. Yeah. And there is no... I mean, there's common ground, but it's just never going to happen. And I just don't see... Honestly, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm pessimistic. But mm-hmm. I don't see anything... That unites humanity to a common cause. If we can't face down a a, a non like entity threat, like a virus, yeah. if we can't face down a viral threat, where the rules of engagement are very very simple: do not get near people, mm-hmm. do not sneeze on people, do not cough people, do not touch people, maintain distance. You won't get the virus. It's that simple. And yet we're still under lockdown. We have over almost 4 million cases worldwide. It's still growing. You had 877 deaths just yesterday. Yeah. Right. What is going to bring everybody together if something like this, where we literally have everything it takes to not catch it and the infection still
1: grows daily? Like, people are still getting infected. Yeah. Well, my state, as I don't know if you know, we are no longer under quarantine. Mm-hmm. Our governor said, as of today, right? Be smart. Uh, no, it was actually Friday, most things uh-huh. opened. Um, I know hair salons opened last Friday, so did tattoo parlors and stuff, and bowling alleys. And then I think yesterday, was supposed to be the bigger release of pretty much everything. I think the only thing that's not are, um I think some government offices are open and bars are remaining closed at the moment, like nightclubs and stuff like that. Um, so do you think that we're on the downtrend of things and we've weathered the worst and, you know, we're, we're going to get through all this stuff um, okay? Or well, well, where do you thing, see it going
0: from here? Here's the thing, though. This is, like, super important um, for this specific case, but also for – if you just look in, like uh, – and you don't want to take movies and, and things like that, TV shows, you know, uh, that serious, so you take it with a grain of salt. But you see – trends right and Mm -hmm. just statistically with trends so yesterday um there was 819 new new cases in the united states okay so that was just yesterday uh the day before there was 615 wait no hold on how many? there were yesterday 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 there was 819 new cases wait oh in the that's in that's in florida sorry
1: yeah. I was about to say that seemed that seems small because I didn't yeah, 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 know. Like, Georgia sorry. had more than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. That was that's that's from Florida. So yesterday in Florida there was eight hundred cases, the day before that there were six hundred. Um but in the United States or in the United States, over the past three days, the case the cases per day have gone down, right? Mm-hmm. But we a lot of places just reopened today. Yeah. Okay? So the fifth. So the real telltale thing is once everybody's kind of like go, going back out into places, places are reopening, stores are reopening, people are going to try to maintain that six feet, you know, the, the six foot distance, et cetera, social distancing. They're going to be washing their hands more. There's going to be, in general, more aware. Probably people are still going to be wearing masks for a while. That's all That's all well and good. However, it, the second you say, okay, it's quarantine's over, like <laughs> – this it's going to spike again. It's bo- the bottom line is that there's going to be way too many people going back into the into the world, mingling with e- with each other way too fast. Okay. Yeah. And I would I would be willing to bet that we've seen a decline in new cases over the past three days, but over the next week, I would I would guess that there's going to be a spike, and it's probably going to be a spike of significance where they. Either reinstate partial lockdown, not close businesses, but reinstate Mm -hmm. a partial like whatever is curfew or max capacity or whatever they might. I'm not sure of all the stipulations between state to state, but as everything starts opening back up again, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a spike of it going back up. Whether or not ultimately it's just going to be like a temporary, oh, you know, a shock spike because everybody's like just back out and together so fast. And, and, and so close to each other um, that remains to be seen, obviously, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if this, what they call like the second wave isn't significant. Isn't like if we don't see a, a pretty big spike um, more importantly, I guess it's not really more importantly, but on another side note though, you know, states and jobs and there's just so much that's going to change. And I kind of wanted to like transition into that too, because, you know, life going forward, even after quarantine is lifted, even after the stay at home um, orders are lifted, et cetera, life isn't going to look the same at least for a while, right? For a
1: while. There are so many
0: businesses that are are, have either gone under or had to lay off a ton of people or uh, just in general, like traffic is going to spike initially, right? Like I said, I, as everybody goes back out, they're going to be like, ah, oh, we're free. We can go back out. But then I really honestly think that because we've been forced to do so much at home and from home, mm-hmm. that this is going to force like retailers and in-person stores to completely change up the way that they do business. Oh, yeah. because so many people that weren't familiar with ordering online, shopping online, being self-sufficient with delivery, all of this stuff, they now learned and they know Uh how to do it and they're comfortable with it. So like a person that would normally go down the street to a specialty shop to get something, learned how to do it from Amazon or learned how to do it from a website Mm -hmm. over the past like 60 days, right? And because of that, they're more likely to do that next time that they have to. Why? Because it's more convenient and they don't have to be around people during this like transitional period of uh, is it safe? Is it not safe? Can we go outside? Can we can we be around people, right? Like yeah. it's going to be a while before people feel comfortable. Well, the smart people feel comfortable being near people again, like being near strangers, shaking strangers hands, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to see a ton more of people still wearing masks for a while, uh, carrying hand sanitizer, washing their hands. People are going to wash their hands for the next six months like easy like they're just going to be washing their hands all the time i would think because it's because it's it's present in their mind and then after that it'll fade back and they'll just kind of go about their day because you do need to have an immune system it needs to be built up etc but the the impact of the stay-at-home order and the quarantine in general is going to have a long lasting uh trail of side effects well after well after we're back to work well after the country is is open well after the world's open again as far as you know what's considered quarantine versus not and honestly your question was are we going to be okay it's like yeah of course um this would have had to have been the severity of the disease or the virus would have had would have had to have been much more fatal Mm -hmm. In order, in order for it to be something that was like population threatening. Yeah. There is no, there is no, um, I'm not taking any amount of loss of life lightly. Don't get me wrong. Um, numbers wise, because if it affects you, like if it affects your family member, it doesn't matter the statistics. It doesn't matter the yeah. the, the chances of the odds. Like it doesn't matter if I have one in a million chance. We, we always talked about this. I, you know, I've always talked about this with the odds, and we had the one episode mm-hmm. odds and stuff. It doesn't matter if it's one in a million, right? If it happens to you, it was one out of one, right? It was either yeah. or not one out of one, but one out of two. It was either it either did or it didn't, right? And it did to you, so it doesn't matter the other statistics, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. But. It would have had to have had a a, a lot higher uh, fatality rate or mortality rate uh, for it to be like global population threatening. And yeah. regardless of how long this quarantine gets extended, you know, people, again, here, we're, they're trying to open things back up and get the economy going again. Uh, in most places, honestly, I think they're just trying to do that so they don't have to pay unemployment. So that's completely honest. To yeah. I mean, I just think that's what they're doing, but that's
1: what I kind of felt like.
0: <laughs> yeah. In Florida, there's, I think they've only paid 46% of the unemployment cases so far. Yeah. Since this whole thing has started, which is so far lower than like where it should be. First
1: of all, but then other States it's but crazy because you're 60 days in and it's like, that's yeah. 60 days without a paycheck.
0: Right. And on top of that, like, so other states are running out are running out of their their unemployment money like it's like obviously it's state funded so unemployment yeah. is 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 coming from the state. Florida was still collecting so much so that they actually went up in their surplus mm-hmm. <laughs> in the beginning of the quarantine. So like yeah while other states were starting to run out Florida was still collecting in in like they were still like it was still going up because they weren't paying it out. So wow. th- th- I guess that's a benefit though, which means that the people that do should get it should get it.
1: now? Yeah. They'll get it longer. eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they're fine. still in their house and haven't been kicked out on the streets and to right. steal for food or anything like that. <laughs> which then that's
0: another morality question. If you have to steal for food to provide your family, is that a moral question? Uh, maybe a question from a, for a different episode though. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, it's, it's yeah, that'll def- that would be a fun one. I would like to, to get into to that kind of thing because it's like everything, there's there's always that gray area where it's <laughs> like, you know, like you said, if you go fishing but you don't have a license, but you can't get your license because the government office is shut down, like are, are you doing? really breaking the law? Like or if you're stealing, where are you stealing from? Or what do you do? You know, like yeah, yeah there's so much there. So what are you doing to um to prepare yourself for the apocalypse? What kind of doomsday prepping have you done? <laughs> so, uh, that's a thing, right? I live in Florida and mm-hmm. the only thing that I
0: have that I am prepared for is to defend my home in a hail of bullets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like, it. Uh, but no, as far as like food goes, I mean, that's I've, I I just I don't really understand the whole like hoarding stocking in the United States there are so many stores and so many places to get food uh, canned goods etc etc that even up until the day a hurricane hits you can still find things like you can find. Yeah. Food and supplies. It's just like it just depends on where you go and where you look. Like, there's a hardware store down the street that I guarantee you nobody is going to like line up in the parking lot, right, to buy stuff from because most people don't even know it's there. They're down at Publix. They're down, you know, at the gas station, etc. I can go. I can go down to the hardware store and buy six flashlights and batteries, and I'll be the only person in the store. You know. Yeah. Um, So yeah, as far as like actually preparing yeah no i i I don't i mean i have a couple cases of uh distilled water in Mm -hmm. case like you you know you need something like that um i always keep an extra case of of uh spring water like purified water for drinking but besides that i mean not really not really much i mean yeah ask me ask me
1: what i did what did you do tell me i got chickens
0: (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. And I know that you were talking about it for
1: like a while. And- I had thought about it for a while. Like, I was mean, like I said, you know, my parents, they have so many different fruit trees, uh, the big garden and everything. I've kind of thought about getting chickens, but at the same time, I was like, man, I really don't want to like mess with that. You know, it seemed like too much of a hassle.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: then I think it was like maybe – I don't even know if we had been put on quarantine yet. I think it just, some of the the people had been panic buying and, and that kind of thing. So this was probably like early, early March. Um, just going to the grocery store to get a few things. And I was noticing like the eggs being lower and lower each time that I went. And I was like, you know what? I was like, work is like slowing down tremendously. I got a lot of free time on my hand. Let me like, look into doing this and so built the chicken coop then went and started shopping for chickens and everything and up i now have six chickens two that are laying and four that uh should be laying within about the next five months or whatever um i've been Where where does one buy chickens so uh, I went, there's lots of different places. Apparently the, the problem is finding low amounts of chickens. <laughs> if you want chickens, like most places will ship chickens, doesn't like wherever you're at, they will ship chickens to you, but they want to do orders of like 10 to hundred. Um, I did not want a hundred chickens. So there's a place called tractor supply that's near us that they have like all kinds of feed and seed for all kinds of farm animals and stuff like that. Well, they have baby chickens, baby geese, baby ducks, um, and all this that you can go and buy. And so um, once I got the coop built and everything, it went out and bought a few and it's been awesome. I have loved it so much. I feel like a farmer every morning walking out to the, the chicken coop and, you know, Tossing some feed out and seeing if I need to patch any holes in the fence and collecting the eggs and all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken farmer over here. But, I mean, but that's – I mean, you're going to
0: – you get your return on that if you eat the eggs and, you know, spoiler alert, if you eat the chickens, um, I mean, yeah, it's, you're self-sufficient there, right? I mean, that's –
1: yeah, I hopefully I never have to eat the chickens. I don't plan yeah. on that. I've have grown to love them like pets now. But uh I mean I had four eggs throughout the day today from yeah. my chickens. Like awesome. I've been stacking up and stacking up. We typically get one to two eggs per day and then like I said I mean come 5 months from now I'll be getting anywhere from 4 to 6 eggs per day. Like it's um, going to be intense, <laughs> and then I just switch to a pure egg diet, and I will save so much money so on much groceries. Money. You're just eggs, eggs, everything. Egg omelets, just just doing a quiche egg. here, and an omelet yeah. here, and a breakfast burrito here. And yeah, I'm ready to go. I like I'm it. so ready.
0: <laughs> so that that honestly, so that begs the question of what does life look like for everybody, in your opinion? after this so say next month two months three months whatever it might be when everything is like all right you know the last case the last person that has coronavirus is either you know cured or is passed on whatever it might be it's over etc what happens what
1: what does the world look like what does the daily life look like that's that's going to be the the weirdest thing. I don't know. I mean, like as far as, you know, you have so many businesses right now, small businesses, people that have just opened a small business, in you know, a strip mall, whatever, a restaurant, and they're having to apply for small business loans from the government because – basically their business is going under within a month or a year of them having it or whatever. Right. So what does that mean to all the new people after this is over that want to go out and start a business? Is it going to be harder for them to start because so many like got crushed, you know, during this and then you're talking about like the different businesses that are going to be thriving because of this. You're, you're seeing different ones like the Amazon delivery, the, the shipped that's delivering groceries and, you know, every place, every grocery store now has a way to get groceries delivered directly to you. So you're going to see, I think a lot more of those type businesses start popping up, um, to kind of make life like that. I mean, I, I could say me personally, I am, um, more of an introvert. That's why I have chickens. And like, I, I, you can get every this. you can get everything online. Can. You don't need yeah. to go anywhere. I my life hasn't changed too much, and I don't really care if it changes too much past this. Like I'm I've been doing really good <laughs> like, <laughs> with all this stuff. Like, I mean, yes, work has slowed down a little bit, but at the same time, it's it's inspired me to also look at other avenues of of making money, like in this type of of world in this type of industry and everything that's going on now, like how can I make money during a quarantine? Like when I'm not able to go out and, you know, do my normal job or if you get laid off or something like that, like, you know, it's, it's made me start looking at these different areas to be able to, I mean, I'm not saying that I will never go out in public again, but I don't, I don't, feel the need to as much as what I feel like I used to. Sure. Um, if that well, I makes think it's, sense. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, you find out that you
0: can be self-sufficient. You can still enjoy life. You can still hang out with friends. You can still do things that you were doing anyway. Because so, I mean, I, I talk about it all the time. You know, I, most of my like friends are long distance. Yeah. Like they're not around they're here. That can, yeah, like I can Go like I can't go and hang out with you any time I want, as sucky as that might be.
1: Yeah, that um, would be a big thing. I would definitely want to. I want to go to the beach. Yeah, right. But you. like,
0: <laughs> well, well, sure. I mean, that's you know, depending on when they open. When, well, I think they open the beaches today. Yeah, for partial capacity or whatever. But but just in general, right? Like, if my friends are virtual, not much changes. For me, after you know what I mean, like after yeah. everything opens up, like My daily okay, well, life
1: is fairly similar.
0: I mean, that's very, which is what I said at the beginning. Like some people, just how you know how you interact with people might change when you interact with them, etc. But mm-hmm. you know, just in general, some people it's going to just continue to seem very similar. Other people, it's going to be very drastic, going back to the way it was. But I think overall, like I was saying, there's going to be the lasting effects that we see. Um, yeah. You know, there's plenty of businesses that are going to just boom, kick it right back up. They're going to be completely Mm -hmm. fine. You know, movie theaters, uh, malls, places like that where people just like to go just to be, right? Yes, the loitering. Right. A movie theater. um, You know, I I hope that people still exercise and enjoy parks and the outdoors as much as they are right now, because Mm -hmm. that's one thing that, that I've seen. It's so funny to me that because everybody's being told to stay home so many more people are like nope not gonna do that
1: gonna go run gonna
0: go run down the street i've never ran in my life but here we go and (laughs) that's great like if you can get out and get exercising like whatever do it Uh, i have a problem whenever they are like out running and like they're Coughing and sweating on each other like two feet apart because they're, it's just so crowded. Yeah. They're like, they're like, we're out, we're at the park, we're getting exercise. Also, there's 6,000 of us here. Whoa. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. reason for that. But, uh, I hope that that continues. I don't think it will, but I hope it does. But like, airlines, they're going to be fine, you know? Um, I would think so. Major electronic retailers, you know, Apple, Samsung, LG, like all these, like they're going to go right back to making their stuff because it, the supply and the demand. Um, mm-hmm. I think that procedure-wise for airports, airplanes, that's going to be a little different. You're going to see a lot more cleaning and a lot more just yeah, that makes people sense. giving you weird looks if you're coughing or sneezing. You know what I mean? Like what you know, don't you dare kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but then on the other hand, again a lot of like mid range retailers are going to experience a lot of fallout from this. Uh, yeah. Again, if you, if you f- find out that you can order things online for the same price or cheaper in a lot of cases, why do you need to go to the store? Like, what is the purpose? You're wasting gas. You're wasting your time. You're interacting with people when you can do the same thing without all three of those things that I mentioned why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. And the only people that still will are going to be like, they're going to be the, the group of people that are, that go, Oh, well, I just like dealing with a human. I like dealing with a person. Like my mom would be in that case. She's not going to want to order anything online. She wants to go buy it from somebody, talk to somebody in, yeah. you know, in person. And that's fine. There's still going to be those people, but, The general traffic, when you already have seen a decline in retail sales, right? Mm -hmm. Retail buying has already been on decline for the past, I don't know, several, five, four, five years because of online shopping, because you can get better deals, right? And now we were forced into only doing that. So you have people that didn't know how to do it before that do now. They're only going to be... That now that they're indoctrinated to it, they are only going to be given that choice, and they're going to be able to go. Well, I did it before. Why am I going to do it. Before? I do it again. I can just order it from here. Yeah, we do, do. I'm going to go on that Amazon site and just order it from there. You know, it's like mm, that hurts general business in the long run. Um, the only good thing, uh, as far as like food goes, is that the food industry is just going to be popping.
1: I mean, yeah. Restaurant business people going out to eat. Oh, they're packed. They, oh, man. Man. Cinco de Mayo, like every place is packed tonight. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Well, that's well, and then also you'll see your cases of coronavirus go way up tomorrow, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, just in general, right? Like everybody's gonna want to go out to eat and be out eating places because. We all figured out that Uber Eats is a huge ripoff. (laughs) That's one thing that everybody realized. Even with like, oh, free local delivery. Bro, even with free local delivery, I tried to get something to work one time. It was a $9 burrito. Through Uber Eats, with free delivery, they tried to charge me $16 for a $9 burrito. I was like, wait, where is this math? They charge you a service fee. They charge you a small order fee. They charge you tax. Then you got a tip. It's like, wait, I thought there was no delivery fee. It's a $9. How did I get to $16? And they're like, I don't know. That's math, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. So hopefully p- things like that, even though Uber Eats is a, is a convenience and I've used it plenty and I've used it way too much in the past. Like hopefully something like that, it's going to be like, a. we don't need to do that. There's just, yeah. no need. there's no need to do that. Because it takes like two seconds. You can drive to the place and pick it up. Most places now have like curbside pickup, have, you know, mm-hmm. like bring it out to your car. You don't even have to go in to get it. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I, uh, I'm i I'm curious to see the general fallout from all of this. Um, I, I just want to conclude as far as like a, the coronavirus goes that I hope everybody that, that listens to this, that is out there, is staying safe. Um, practicing your social distancing and mask wearing, yeah. hand washing procedures. Uh, you know, just you know, stay away from people. Just don't go people. We don't. We don't even. We don't even like people in general. Like, just yeah. don't get near them. You know, it's fine. You'll be fine. Uh, and you know, once it all blows over, we can all meme about it for the next year. You know, the next two years, we can meme about it. For, you know, but but for now, I you know, I hope I hope you're staying safe through it and uh you know you're kind of maintaining your sanity it's been hard for me to not work yeah like i was working and i was complaining because i was just like i don't want to be on the front lines i don't want to get this for you know a measly you know four dollar commission off of xyz like i don't want to do it yeah but now now i'm at home and i'm like ah i can only apply for so many jobs per day before i want to like you know Get coronavirus and yeah, <laughs> but, I know. Um, but yeah, I did want to kind of transition though into <laughs> 2020 continues to to just throw us curveballs as uh you know Florida is headed towards hurricane season up north th- they there's a strain of bee called the murder hornet <laughs> that's mm-hmm. entering the country. And for those of you that don't know, uh, it sounds really bad. Like, okay, murder hornets are going to come like kill us all. And that's what all the memes are all about. It's like, Oh, now we got killer bees. It actually has nothing really to do with us as much. As it is. Well, it does indirectly though. It's not like these murder hornets are coming to like murder us. Yes. Right. Like they're Correct. not, Correct. they're not killer bees as far as like humans are concerned, although they're massive and, if you got stung with one, I'm sure it would be pretty painful and it would probably be pretty bad. However, they're after honeybees and they are literally can destroy an entire colony hive of honeybees. Which, if you're not familiar, are vital to the pollinization of our earth. Yes. Like honeybees are super important. And yes. They've already been in the decline. They're already like headed towards, you know threatening levels of of uh life cycle and now we have these giant hornets that are literally like the size of like your palm going in and like destroying honeybee colonies yeah it's like can we not can we just have like one second can we just get a month of break from the craziness of this year i don't know then it just wouldn't be 2020 That's true. I just want somebody to put the Jumanji game back. <laughs> <laughs> because whoever is playing it is getting some really bad rolls. Yeah. but No, I don't know, man. I, I uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's just tough because, you know, something like that. What do you do about that? You're going to go out with, like, tennis rackets and just start batting around those, these murder hornets? Like, how do you protect the honeybees?
1: Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea how you deal with situations like that. (laughs) I feel like any any attempt to, like, kill them, thwart them,
0: whatever, poison them, would result in a lot of other things happening and going wrong, too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I I, I would have to think so. I, I have no idea how you deal with invasive species, like... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. aren't, we, aren't we an invasive species? Hey, Yeah.
0: Look, I've always said this from, from a long time ago. Uh, humanity in general, when given the chance to do the right thing, they will inevitably do the wrong thing. <laughs> okay. And we are and will continue to be our own worst enemy in every situation that pops up. We. We just, we just can't, uh, we can't do the right thing as Mm -hmm. a whole. Um, there's plenty of people that want to, there's plenty of people that proposition for the right thing that, you know, that support the right thing, but you can't fix stupid. And I will, I will end, (laughs) I will end our return, um, our return episode, our return level and the final boss of level 47. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. is a gentleman that i encountered while in walmart Mm. okay so i went to walmart last week uh my weekly grocery run got my mask on got my hat on walking in the uh uh in the store they have all the aisles marked with you know a one way with the arrows this is the direction for this aisle and it's down the next and it's up that one right you you keep all the all six feet from each person it's marked easy peasy so I go in, super easy. You don't even have to read. Like You don't even have to know English, honestly, because you can just <laughs> look at the arrows. Like Arrows yeah. are very simple. They're universal. It shows you the direction to go. So I walk in, first aisle, I'm headed up, I'm grabbing something, I look down, I look up, there's somebody headed towards me. Down the <laughs> okay? So my first thought is, who is this clown that can't read the arrows on the floor? Okay? Yeah. So I'm going towards him. And you know me. I'm not moving. Yes. like I'm not getting out of the way. You're going down the wrong way. If we were in cars and I was going up a one-way street. The right direction. And you were coming down. I wouldn't move. I would have you back up and go around the other way. Because you made the mistake. It's mm-hmm. your fault. So he's coming at me. And as he gets closer. I notice he's wearing a t-shirt. With some writing on it. And if this isn't the most ironic t-shirt that i have ever seen in any circumstance ever my man going down the wrong way during the coronavirus pandemic in a walmart wearing a t-shirt that says you can't fix stupid (laughs) and i had a mask on but i literally laughed out loud yeah I, i don't think he knew that i was laughing at him but as he got closer, he kind of like pulled his card off to the side and kind of just like gave me a like a shrug of like, eh, you know, uh, sorry, I'm in the way. Yeah. But like he's wearing a shirt that describes him so perfectly, <laughs> and I and I think that that's really where the irony is because I don't think he was wearing it for himself. I think that he he oh just, yeah yeah he's just wearing it you know just because oh look at me. You know, I've got all these stupid people around me. Uh-huh. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> a level above all of them. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and that's it. That sums up my experience with, uh, the general population of, uh, of the world of Florida in, in general, obviously where, where I am, but that, that wraps up, uh, my experience with the coronavirus and the pandemic. That's right. Like I really have nothing else. That's it. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we'll find something eventually and bring it back to this. I mean, it was literally for a month and a half. I think every small talk conversation I had with somebody was about the coronavirus. Like it was either about like this new study or this thing happening in this place, or, you know, this death count or that, you know, whatever. Like it, I finally like, I finally have been able to kind of get away from it and have discussions about other things. It's been so on top of everyone's mind lately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I, I, I would like to come back to a few different issues in the future. Um, yeah. The validity of the origins uh the cover-ups etc the more conspiracy th- not that it doesn't exist because we all know it, it exists mm-hmm. um, but just in general like how it started and what could have we could have done better and what the government hid what the chinese government hid etc cetera, etc cetera, because there's a lot of information out there um a lot of reports of falsification of numbers and death counts and all kinds of stuff like that, which would be cool. So maybe we'll revisit that in the future. I'd also like to come back to the morality of stealing in uh, the time of need. Right. Yeah. That'd be something that can be super cool to talk about, but um, that's going to wrap up level 47 of the brand new bonus level podcast. And if you're still here, (laughs) if you're still listening, thank you very much uh, for rejoining us. As we start season four of the show moving forward. Again, you can expect a new episode every week. You can find us on Twitter at what? What's our uh,
1: name? I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's at bonus level podcast. Uh, not spelled out with level though. So bonus level LVL podcast. That sounds how do right. I, how do I know that? And you're the one that runs it.
1: Because you never see it. I just hit retweet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
0: Uh, Find us on Instagram, YouTube, um, CastBox, this episode, and others. The rest of them are all up on iTunes and Google Play. Yeah. Um, And then in the future, maybe Spotify. We'll see. But if you have any questions you want to be on the show, send us an email. Send us a message on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, if you have a topic in mind, we'd uh, love to have you on. So just uh, send us a message. Stay safe. Stay six feet apart and uh <laughs> wash them hands yeah we'll see you next we'll see you next time later taters